Amen. Amen. Thank God. Thank God. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. I want to thank our pastors in their stead for, for uh, giving me this opportunity to be before you. Uh, may everyone that has uh, safe uh, travels uh, as they go out for the Thanksgiving time. I want to thank you for our praise and worship team. Hallelujah. Our praise and worship team. Uh, our Ayers family, our production team. And just, just want to give thanks for everybody that's online in the house. It's, just, it's, it's so much thank, and we have so much to be grateful for uh, on this, this evening. And, of course, my, my lovely wife, Jeanette. I want to always thank God for her. Amen? All right, so let, let's uh, uh, get into this word. Um, if you have your Bibles, uh, turn with me to Luke 17, and we're going to be reading verse 11 through 19. Amen? Luke 17, 11 through 19, and I'll be re reading from the King James Version. And it reads, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men that were leopards, which stood afar, afar off, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourselves unto the priests. And as it came to pass, that as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. Amen. And fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. And Jesus answered, said, were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? They are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way. Thy faith have made thee whole. Amen. May the Lord bless the readers, hearers, and doers of his word. Amen. So tonight, I'm going to speak on the subject, the other nine. The other nine. Where are the other nine? What happened to the other nine? Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. And how many of y'all know that Thanksgiving ain't about the food? Or it shouldn't be about the food. It shouldn't be about the turkey, the ham, the yams, the macaroni and cheese, the collars, the sweet potato pies. Those are the things that make us lose focus. That stuff makes us lose focus and lose our perspective on what's truly important. Now, how, how many of us here tonight, tonight have something to be thankful for? Say amen. amen. If you truly have something to thank you for, I want to take a moment and let's get ahead and give God some praise. If you truly have something to be thankful for, I want you to stand up. I want you to shout out for about a minute. I want you to stop and give God thanks right now. Amen. Uh, some of us may have to dig a little deeper, but some of us will be able to see the gifts that's in front of us. Some of us won't be able to see the gifts right in front of us, but we have to take time to give Lord thanks. We got to give the Lord thanks. We got to give God thanks. Amen. Come on, y'all. I don't hear you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We got to give God thanks on this evening. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When, when, when God gave me this message, and y'all can have your seats. Um, um, I, I, I was just 
taken aback when I thought about the other nine. All right, a, a childhood friend of mine, uh, Kip, he shared a photo uh, this morning of, of when we grew up. And we actually uh, uh, grew up, we had this, this underground tunnel and a, a, a wall. It was about a foot, foot wide, and, and it's 100 foot high. And we used to walk on that wall. All right, and, 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 and he was shared this morning that the wall was crumbling under our feet. And we were just, how are we still here? How are we still here? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. My, my, my queen, Jeanette, she taught the seniors a Bible study about two weeks ago, and she talked about gratitude. And she shared this statement that I want to share with you. She said, where thankfulness is an emotion, gratitude is an attitude of appreciation under any circumstance. Gratitude involves being thankful, but it's more than that. Gratitude means expressing thankfulness and being appreciative of life daily, even when nothing exciting happens. Amen? But here in Luke 17, 11 to 19, we read about 10 men. They cried out for mercy. 10 men, 10 leopards that were looking for healing, looking for a blessing, asking for mercy, looking for Jesus. And only one man, after being cleansed, only one after being healed, after 10 men uh, shouted out and prayed for healing, only one turned around to Jesus to say thank you. Only one had the gratitude for being healed. And, and something exciting happened. All right, so, so but, but, but the other nine, in these nine verses, it doesn't tell us what happened with the other nine other than being healed. Ten men that had a lot to be thankful for, th think, think about it. They, they, were, they were, <clears throat> weren't even physically touched by Jesus. He, he just said, the scripture says that when he saw them, he said unto them, go, show yourselves to the priests. He didn't touch them. He, 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 now, now he, they didn't even touch his garment like the, the woman we seen in Mark 5, 27. Jesus simply said, go to the priests. And as they went, as they walked away, the Bible tells us that they were cleansed. They didn't even reach their destination. They were healed. And so, some of us are waiting until we reach our destination before we give Jesus thanks. Some of us are waiting to receive a blessing before we give thanks. We're waiting on the end result before we say thank you. See, see some of us want a house, but first we have to fix our credit. Right, Brother Gerard? <laughs> All right, and Sister, Sister Stephanie, because when Jesus says go, the healing process has already begun. And as we go and, and, and we're, we're healing, the, the healing is completed. A minister Lamar, he shared that as, as we, we go toward and head toward Freedom Road, and think about it, those chains of torment that Pastor shared are being broken. As soon as Jesus says go. Those are, are, are the messages Pastor Keith and Mr. Minister Lamar shared. See, see, when Jesus says, go, the healing has begun. The healing has begun. The healing is complete. So now we have to turn back and say thank you. When Jesus directs us in any aspect of our lives, we should be shouting, thank you, Jesus. How many of us have received direction from Jesus but we weren't rejoicing. And, 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 and we felt like shouting, but we didn't shout. 
and we didn't take a moment to just turn back and say thank you? Do we take a minute to take our mind off the blessing to thank the blesser? See, prior to these 10 men being directed by Jesus, they were shunned by their community. They were lepers. See, back, back then, leprosy was an incurable disease. So, so you were isolated from everybody. And, and think about this. You, you ever talked to somebody that said they had COVID or have COVID? Uh, we ain't trying to be up in their face one-on-one connected to them. Uh, we're isolating them, right? Uh, we're not trying to have a one-on-one up-close personal meeting with someone with COVID. See, see nowadays, if somebody sneezes, we like, <laughs> you know, so, so, so think, think about uh, um, how, how this happened and how it's, but when, when these 10 men heard about the miracles of Jesus, they heard that Jesus was going to be in town. See, this is why we have to publicly give Jesus thanks. This is why we have to publicly give God thanks. This is why we publicly have to share our testimony. We share our testimony because someone will hear it. And if we take credit for it and not give God the glory, folk don't get to see the power of God in action. But when they hear us, see how God is working through us and in us, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. These 10 men were living an isolated, miserable, lonely life. They heard Jesus was going to be in town. They had to, they had to hear about the miracles of Jesus because they were asking him to heal them. I, they, they had to understand that, that if they keep doing what they, they're doing, nothing's going to happen. But they lifted their voices and asked for mercy and received healing. How many times when we receive a blessing, we just give God a nod? We just give a nod and we keep moving. Or we receive a blessing and didn't even acknowledge God. We acknowledge the blessing. Oh, I got a house. I got a car. You know what I'm saying? Just, just keep moving. And, and a lot of us say, well, I got favor. Favor ain't fair. You ever heard that before? Yes, we got favor, but we have to give thanks and we have to separate ourselves from the nine and give God true reverence. But here, only one decided to go back and give thanks. And the Bible tells us that he was a Samaritan. All right, it's pointed out because at that time, Jews and Samaritans have no dealings with each other. The Jews actually looked down upon the Samaritans. Yet it wasn't one of the sons of Abraham that came back to give thanks. It was a Samaritan. And so I want to point out that sin has no preference. Having manners has no preference. Finances and situationships have no preference. Sometimes it ain't the person that look like you or live with you or they're familiar with you, is going to come back and give you thanks. They ain't going to, it's, it's going, it might, they not, may not align with you, but you're going to get it thankful. See, see, we are so quick to ask God for something. But how quick and how willing are we to give him praise when God delivers? How many of us wait till we get home to give God praise and no one sees us? Or, or can we praise him in the middle of a grocery store? Can we praise him at work? Can we praise him at the car dealership, at the bank, at the realtor's office, at the doctor's office? Our public praise and testimony is powerful. See, 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 I read about 10 men, 10 men that were cleansed from an affliction 
And I read about only one man that turned around to give God the glory. And I always question, what happened to the other nine? See, see, I'm that person that's always going to help someone. And I'm always going to give. I'm always going to help someone out no matter what. And sometimes that, that frustrates Jeanette. And it's not that she don't want me to help or give. She, she, I, I know she's trying to protect me. And even when I share with her that I don't do it for thanks. Jeanette said, after all they put you through, <laughs> I should be getting it. all they, I said, I, I, I get it. She don't want people to use me. But I say I can't be used by people because I'm being used by God. I, I've, I've helped countless friends and family, and, and, and some, some have come around to say thank you, but that's not why I did it. But I ain't going to lie, and, and you can, it feels good when somebody comes back and say thank you. It's not what you're looking for, uh, but, but it, it just feels good. All right, so we, we have to understand that everyone is not going to thank us. Even though we are doing, not doing it for thanks, Jesus didn't heal the ten lepers so that he could get thanks. However, Jesus recognized that the one man that wanted to be made whole instead of just be healed. He didn't just recognize the one that returned. He recognized the faith that he had when he returned, which is why he said, Arise, go your way. Thy faith had made thee whole. How, how, how many of us have been the other nine? How many of us have been healed but won't stand up to give God praise? How many of us have had our finances restored and our finances increased but we won't tithe and give to the kingdom? How many of us were given jobs and new titles but won't call out the name Jesus? How many of us have raised healthy children but won't bring them to church? How many of us have been blessed but won't give God the glory? How many of us have been healed but have not been made whole? We've been healed, but we're not whole. Uh, turn with me to Romans 1, and we're going to read uh, verse 20 through 23. Romans 1, 20 through 23. Amen. And I'm going to read from the uh, New International Version. And it says... Uh, for all they, though they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave him thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. Although they claimed to be wise, they became fools and exchanged the glory of the immortal God for images that, made, that are made to look like mortal human beings and birds and animals and reptiles. Uh, Minister Lamar touched on this on Sunday where, where we can't make uh, people and stuff idols. We can't make idols out of people. We can't uh, take our blessing and make it an idol. If we're lifting up and thanking God for that blessing and not thanking the blesser, that blessing now becomes an idol. We're looking more to that than to God. All right, so, so we can't idolize the blessing and forget the blesser. We can't just be thankful in our hearts and keep our mouths shut. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord in Psalms 150 and 6. How many in the house today know God? How many of y'all know God? Y'all truly know God. Thank you, Lord. 
If we know God, we, know, we have no excuse. See, the other nine knew the power of God. They begged for mercy. They received cleansing. They were not made whole. Sometimes we get what we want. God answers our prayers. We forget about God and move on and then find ourselves back in the same situation because we were cleansed, but we weren't made whole. See, see, sometimes we misrepresent the blessing for the blesser. And I know I said that a, a couple of times because that's what we do. We misrepresent the blessing for the blesser. How, how many of us think that the one man that returned has a better future in store for him than the other nine? Now, now I'm not saying that the other nine wasn't thankful because they, they, they listened. They went to the temple to tell the priest. I'm saying that just one of them set themselves apart. The one took the time to be thankful, to show gratitude, as my wife Jeanette said. Some, sometimes uh, my, 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 my queen Jeanette would ask me uh, if, if I want something, and I would just tell her no. And Jeanette's response would be, no, thank you. I said, no. She said, no, thank you. All right. or, or she would say, uh, God bless you when I sneeze, right? And... She'll say it again, God bless you, God bless you, until I say thank you, <laughs> you know. And in and, and, and these cases, like the other nine, my heart wasn't filled with malice. I, 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 I don't think the, the nine were being, being malice. I just, I, they, they knew the power of Jesus. They knew the power, power of his healing because they were screaming out his name for mercy. See, but like them, I just didn't give the situation the right thought or focus on the grace that was being given to me. We have to focus on the grace that's being given. So we're not just saying thank you. We're, we're, we're understanding that someone's going out their way to do something for me. Thank you. We teach our kids to say no thank you. Are we teaching them, we're teaching them to, to show gratitude for something that they're thankful for. That's why we tell them to say, hey, say thank you. Say please. All right, see, see, we often come to God when we are down, when we're in a hole, when something is off, or when we are in a bind, and then, then he releases us. But, but we don't say thank you. This is when we have to be conscious. When, when we get a blessing, we have to really, really be conscious. We have to turn around and go back, fall on our knees, and give God thanks. That, 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 that house is going to be there when you get back. That car is still going to be there. That blessing he gave is going to be there. The health and, and finances repaired is still going to be there. So we have to stop, turn back, and give get thanks. We have to give God the glory. Forget the, the, the new car smell. Let's get that new God smell. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's smell that. Let's feel that. You know, we don't want to be like the other nine. We don't want to be the other nine. All right, t turn with me to 1 Thessalonians. Uh, five. First Thessalonians five. And we're going to be reading uh, this verse 18. And I'm going to be reading from the Amplified. And in the Amplified, First Thessalonians 5:18, it says, Thank God in everything, no matter what the circumstances may be. Be thankful and give thanks, for this is the will of God for you who are in Christ Jesus, the revealer, mediator of that will. We have to thank God for everything. 
in everything. Gratitude is not simply something that, that we feel, but it's something that we have to demonstrate to others. We have to demonstrate that. If we think about the, the biggest difference between the one man and the other nine, is one came back to Jesus to show his gratitude, the others kept it to themselves. Because I'm sure they were thankful after being healed from leprosy. I don't even think they were being selfish. It's just the thought of thanking the provider never entered their mind. You know, so, so they got healing, but not wholeness. How many of y'all want to be made whole? You want to be made whole. We, we are cleansed, but not whole. I'm not sure what, what, what they said when they made it to the temple with the priests. Again, I know they were thankful. I, I, I believe that this, 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 the message here in those nine verses is displaying our thankfulness, our gratefulness for good things that happen to us and, 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 and when it happens. How many, how, how many did this feel like shouting and, and thanking God? Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You, you ever feel some kind of way when you do something good and you get no thanks? Now, mind you, you're not looking for thanks. See, let's, let's, let's understand. We're not looking for thanks. You know why you did it. Your heart was in the right place. But hearing your name call adds something. Again, not looking for recognition. I want to emphasize. We're not looking for recognition or uh, doing something for rec recognition. How many of us ask God for help? And I ask God for help a lot. What would you think of someone who was always asking for stuff, always asking for favors, always asking for help, and never took the time to say thank you? And I'm not talking about our children. <laughs> Colossians. Let's go to Colossians 3.17 in NIV. Colossians 3.17, and we're going to be reading are from the NIV, and it says, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. See, selling, celebrating Thanksgiving may be difficult for some of us. Uh, some of us, while we're eating, we're not even thankful for what's on our plate. Some of us have our minds on Black Friday or those cyber deals. See, we always are ready to get more of what we already have. Uh, family, but we can't forget to just give thanks. We can't forget to take a moment to appreciate all we have to be thankful for. I, uh, I, I know when, when me and Jeanette was going through a, a difficult time financially, I, I remember I, I told her, I said, let's sit on a different spot on the couch, <laughs> you know, and, and, and see, because sometimes we sit in the same spot and we see that same thing, but when we shifted our position, we got to see everything that God has blessed us with, and it wasn't just the material things; it was the ability that we were able to go sit on our couch, you know, I wasn't saying give me some space in the box, you know, we were on our couch, Amen. And so we have to be thankful. Just remember, as the holiday season is upon us, all right, this is a time, and I think Sister LaBarba, you talked about that on the morning call, that some of us are feeling depressed and missing our loved ones, feeling alone. Um, I, I remember years ago, y'all remember when Sister Tia spoke uh, some time ago, she said that when we acknowledged her, hugged her, it just made her feel special. 
you know, thankful. We, we have to make sure we are giving folk their flowers daily. We have to give them their flowers. We, we, we are the reflection of love. We are the reflection of God. Our thank you means so much more than thank you. If you have someone that feels like, or if you're someone that feels like you have nothing to be thankful for, or right now I'm not feeling thankful, or if you're in a financial crisis, or you're having uh, problems with your health, your family, your friends, let's remember our primary focus has to be to glorify God and give him thanks. See, some of us read the Bible over and over again. Psalms 107.1 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Colossians 3.17, I just read, said, And whatever you do in word or deed, do in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. Hebrews 13 and 15 says, Therefore, by him let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is, the fruit of our lips giving thanks to his name. See, sometimes we not feel, may not feel up to praise and worship. I know that, that our praise and worship thing does an amazing job, but every once in a while, even in the praise and worship team, you may come in and say, you know what? Whew, I'm not feeling this right now. But you step in his presence. You step in his presence and you start to give him glory. You start to give him praise. Stuff starts to fall off you. It starts to fall off. See, but sometimes we have to be obedient. As our pastor shared, obedience is better than sacrifice. And that's in 1 Samuel 15 and 22. So, so we have to understand, let's not think like the other nine. Let's not respond like the other nine. The Bible doesn't say give thanks when you feel good. It says give thanks because God is good. We, we need to keep things in perspective. Our focus has to be on God. All right, let's turn to uh, Psalm 63, and we're going to read uh, verse 1 through 5. Psalm 63, 1 through 5. And I like this, uh, this uh, scripture that uh, David shared, and it says, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being belongs for you. Excuse me. In a dry or parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name I will lift up my hands and I will be fully satisfied as with the richest of fools, with singing lips, my mouth will praise you. Amen? Whew, that was beautiful, right? And, but we have to remember when David wrote that, he was in exile. He was in the wilderness. He was running from his son Absalom, who was trying to get his throne. He, he was going through, yet he wrote, because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you. Amen? Uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 1. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians 1. And I'm going to read verse 4 through 6. And I'm actually going to read this from the message. 
uh, version. And it says, every time I think of you, and I think of you often, I thank God for your lives of free and open access to God given by Jesus. There's no end to what has happened in you. It's beyond speech, beyond knowledge. The evidence of Christ has been clearly verified in your lives. I, I could say that about so many of my family, here it is. It's on you. It's on you. When I'm in your presence, when I'm on the calls, when I'm worshiping with you, it's on you. I feel it. And I thank God for you. I truly thank God for you. And, 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 and when we think about the other nine, we have to remember they were healed. They had faith that Jesus could heal them. Jesus spoke and they went. And as they went, they were cleansed. So, so let's make a conscious effort to, to not take our cleansing and our blessing and our healing for granted. Let's not take our blessings for granted without taking a second to turn around to say thank you. I, 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 I know we are praying, church. Amen. I know we are praying, church. I know we, we think about people all the time and we pray for them. And, and, and so I ask, are we thanking people for our prayer worries? Are we thanking a, 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 a God uh, for our sisters of porous, uh, for everyone else on the prayer team that gets in the house, that gets the house ready for us when we come in in the morning? Uh, when, 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 when I want in, when, when I walk in on Sister Sephora sometime and I hear praying, I don't know if you ever heard her say power, but when she talks about the power of God, it hits hard. That power, you know, she, 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 she says that power of God. And so, so and, 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 and looking back and saying, thank you. Thank you, Sister Sephora. Thank you, prayer warriors. Who, who did, did you forget to thank today? Who did we forget to thank today? God told us to go. You went and God put people in your path for cleansing. God put people in your path for support, for guiding, tutors and governors. But we didn't take time to turn back and say thank you. We have to turn back and say thankful. Thank you. While one man did it immediately, we, we get to do it now. All right, so, so thank you, my queen. Thank you for being my wife. I, I thank, thank my children. I, I thank my grandchildren. Thank you, mommy. I know you're listening. Thank you, mom and John, my in-laws, my siblings. Thank you. H husbands, have y'all thanked your wives today? Wives, have you, you thanked your husbands? Have we thanked our children? Have we thanked our friends and neighbors? our co-workers, our supervisors? Have we thanked the people God has put in our path on Freedom Road, Minister Lamar? Have we thanked those people that God put in our path on Freedom Road? When he told us to go, have we thanked our pastors before and after counseling? <laughs> have we just thanked our pastors without needing something from them? For, for showing up consistently for 12 years, positioning themselves, taking stuff from everybody. 
I gave him some. You gave him some. Thank you, pastors. Come on, let's give our pastors. Thank you, pastors. Because cause we have to understand that God has appointed them as our shepherds. But, but, but we have to thank them. First, first Corinthians stated, I thank God for your lives of free and open access to God, given by Jesus. So those, there's no end to what has happened in you. It's beyond speech. It's beyond knowledge. The evidence of Christ has been clearly verified in your lives. I see it on you, family. I see it. Uh, uh, Sister Tiana, I, I tell you every time I see you, God got something on you. I see it. I feel it. Sister Miasia, and all of your hope, I mean, all of y'all, I feel it. And I'm thankful for you. I, I thank you for what you pour into us, our worship team, how you set our atmosphere, our production team, so that everybody else is not here tonight can see it. I thank you. I thank you for all the things that you have done for us. You know, and uh, pa Pastor Keith, uh, he told, told this, uh, this story, I, I told it on Wednesday night um, when Pastor was teaching on true riches. There was a time when, when me and Jeanette was broke. Yeah, was, we had a few of those times in our life. <laughs> thank you, Jesus. Hey, you know. And, 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 and my, 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 my father-in-law, we was living in New York, in Brooklyn, and, and he was living in Jersey. He drove all the way from Jersey to Brooklyn to give me $20. And, and, and across the Verizonal Bridge at the time was $10. 15? So, so he spent 30 to give me 20. And, but that's why today, and John, if you listen, I'm going to give you anything you ask for because I didn't forget. So thank you. You know, we have to thank those, those people that, that came in contact with us on Freedom Road. As those chains of torments are being broken, someone helped us through it. God put somebody in your path. Are we thanking them? Are we acting like the other nine? Are we being the other nine? See, oftentimes when we read that, that, that scripture, that, that story, we, we focus on the one. But the reality is the other nine is telling us the story. Because sometimes you get a lesson in what not to do as you're getting a lesson on what to do. <sighs> Praise God. Well, it's Thanksgiving, y'all. Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Some of us are going to be on a roll. We get an opportunity to share and be with friends and family. When you're sitting around that table eating that food, thank the cook. <laughs> you know, thank thank the, the, your friends and family that, that travel to come see you. You know, thanks to, thank the ones that's in your life. I thank my brothers and sisters. Every month we have a sibling call. And we've been doing that for about six, seven years now, every month, the first Thursday every month, you know, just so we can share what's going on in each other's lives, you know. And, and I know uh, a lot of families, forgive them and let's thank them because your brother or sister planted something in your seed as you was coming up. All right, so, so that, that's all I have tonight. Amen. All right, let's give God the glory. Amen.